My dad, James Hopper Nesbitt, died suddenly at the age of 36. The intricacies of my story included thereafter losing all connections with my paternal family. I somehow felt incomplete. Having followed various avenues all leading to a dead end, I was sitting in Findon St Mary's Parish Church when an impossible idea presented itself to me. Why not record the lives of some residents in Findon? I began with self-doubt, but what happened next was truly amazing. Read on. I've taken a random page from uh, Lives Less Ordinary um, and the story comes from Helen Ferry, Ferry, born 1927. I was born at the army hospital as Dad was in the army. Dad started as a stable boy and ended as a lieutenant colonel. My father, William James Alfred Withers, was born in 1890. My mother, Edith Rose, was born in Farnborough, near Aldershot, in 1886. She was a nurse and also a matron in the army. My sister, Betty, was born in India in 1924. She was only three pounds at birth. She was a wonderful little girl. She passed her 11 plus and went to Bearwood Grammar School. It was while she was studying at Pinewood that she died from TB. I had a stepbrother and two brothers. The eldest was also in the army and had the same name as my father. Withers is a real Birmingham name. I didn't attend the proper school for very long when I was in India. Sometimes I went to a convent. We moved every six months. When it was very hot, we went to schools up in the hills. It was so hot that we only attended school in the mornings. Sometimes, if there wasn't a nearby school, we would be taught by someone at the nearest army camp. We had a lovely time when the Maharaja sent his elephants up to pick us up. We would sit on a seat on the elephant. It was great fun. Dad would go shooting. If a child had been taken by a wild animal, he would go out and shoot it. We had walls all around the houses. Two men with guns would always be on guard. We had a very bad earthquake in Greater when people were killed. My parents were away at one of their other camps. If it hadn't been for our servants who stole food for us, we could have starved. We didn't know where our father was for three years as he had been sent as he had been sent to he didn't know where he didn't know where we were either. I think that the film Little Princess really reflected my life. My oldest brother and my stepbrother were captured by the Japanese. One who was a gunnery officer was beaten, all his teeth and nails were taken out when he refused to answer any of their questions during our interrogation. Within 24 hours he was dead. We didn't know what he, where he was buried. My younger brother was in hospital for two years. I realised that many people now living in Japan in 2014 were not even born then. 
I hope that nothing such as that awful experience suffered by some prisoners than ever them will never be repeated. I was six months old when I was taken to India. Returning home 15 years later took us six weeks. As we were being chased by submarines, floating mines, everything, I recall how we never took out how we never took our life jackets off. When we arrived home, we saw aunties and uncles that we knew we never knew we had. I had always dreamed of becoming a nurse when I left school at the age of 18. However, in the meantime, I caught chicken pox and measles. When I went for my interview to become a nurse, I was informed that I wouldn't be fit enough to become a nurse. Of course, I was very disappointed. I immediately, immediately decided to join the army instead. Hi, I'm wondering um, whether some of my friends or uh, people that know me or even don't know me would be interested in recording their own memories to go alongside um, Lives Less Ordinary or Memories of Finding. Just anything that um, has happened to you need be it could be an A4 page or an A5 page um, or pages and pages um, that's recording how you're feeling and um, your background, where you were born uh, and then moving on to record some of your own life and your life stories. That would be fantastic. I'll wait to hear from you. Thank you. I continue with another story given to me, Lem Warner, born 1927. Dad died when I was eight and I was one of five sons. Life wasn't easy for my mother. In order to become a breadwinner, I left school at the age of 14. I later enrolled in an evening class at Wellingborough Technical College where I was to remain for some time. I was determined to do something with my life, which was why I decided to become a draftsman and develop an understanding about building. I'd always had an interest in architecture and would love to have become an architect, but due to financial implications, coupled with the fact that it would have taken several years to qualify, I followed my second choice. I worked in the drawing office at Hunter and Penrose, but was called up to do national service and joined the clerical department of the RAF in, in 1946, where I continued to work as a draftsman. Having saved enough whilst in service, I was able to enrol on an art and design college in Northampton College, course at Northampton College. During my time at college, I collected a portfolio and it was from this that I was chosen to go and work at a studio in Northampton. But I still felt that there was something else that I should have been doing with my life. Then I decided that I would prefer to have a job working with people, which is why I decided to become an officer in the Salvation Army. By 1939, Mum had moved her business to Abbey Road. As the war had started, it was a bad time for her. Rationing came. As Mum was selling Parsons pork pies and cooked meats, all of these were rationed, but her business survived. 
It was opposite the Prince of Wales pub, which is now a home for disabled people. My brother courted the landlord's daughter. My brother was an engine driver. He had passed the 11 plus, but mum couldn't afford to pay for his uniform. As he had always dreamed of becoming a train driver, he wasn't disappointed about not having a grammar school education. He wasn't conscripted as training, as driving trains was, of course, essential. He used to take arms up and down the country. I smile now as mum used to spoil my brother. He was given butter whilst we were given margarine. My sister was nine years older than me. She was a sergeant in the WAF and was in the Barrage Balloon Unit in London. My oldest brother was a desert rat in Egypt. My other sister was maintaining Wellington Bombers, which were based at Sywell. Dad was a, a Marine in the Dardanelles. I used to cycle for the ARP in Wellingborough. The unit was based behind what is now Wellingborough Library. There used to be cabins there. It was my job to take the messages between the cabins, which were based all over Wellingborough. I remember the German planes going to Coventry and the bombing of Coventry. I clearly remember the bank holiday in Monday when a German bomber dropped a bomb in Market Street. At 6.10pm the alert was sounded in Wellingborough, but only moments later a Dornier 217 flew low over the town, dropping four 500 kilogram high explosive bombs. They also dropped bombs near the gas tanks in Wellingborough. I went into town and saw all of the all the dust. Four women, two men and one boy were killed and 55 injured. There was also extensive damage to houses, factories, churches, hotels, pubs, cinemas, as well as the headquarters of broadcast relay, relay services. The Yanks were coming. The 5th and 4th Fire Regiment were based in Scotland. My sister went on to marry one of the, these bombers. They used to stay at Beeswing, which was near to the Swanspool. All the American vehicles and the gear used to was and the gear used was stored beneath the trees all along London Road. Of course, all along London Road was screened from the general public. Early war, early war. I recall, I recall when Mosley came with his black shirts and how he marched from Wellingborough School and up to the cenotaph. The headmaster at the school was a communist. Money doesn't bring happiness. I also recall General de Gaulle visiting Finden. He had a housekeeper who was a bit of a recluse. I believe that Winston Churchill only got to be Prime Minister because of the Labour Party. Clement Attlee had been in the War Office and was the commanding chief. I joined the Labour League of Duke when I was 18. We used to meet at New Common Road, Wellingborough. We couldn't vote until we were 21 then. George Lindegram was a MP from 1945 until 1964. He was a junior minister in Parliament. The Lindegrens stayed at the Hind Hotel. Mrs Lindegren used to do her shopping in Wellingborough every Saturday.